are alive to shine. I'm Beth. And I'm Kate. And this is the Shine Podcast, where we meet lots of different people and hear about the ways that they light up the world. And here's why we're doing this. We've been changed and affected by people who shine with the love of Jesus. And the world needs people like that, and like you, right now. So be encouraged. And let your light shine. shine. Have you been in Heartland the whole time? Yes, I tell people I feel like I was born in the parking lot. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Was your mom teaching then? Yeah. Did she taught the whole time you were in school? Mm -hmm. Stop. Mm -hmm. It's really nice for like when I need medicine or something, I just go down there. Like, hey, mom. (laughs) She's always there. You're an aunt. I am. I'm Aunt Kay. It's really cute. To six. I waited forever. For nieces and nephews, and they just all came at once. Okay. Were you a deacon? Junior deacon? Mm-hmm. For four years, I think. Crushing so it. I do the Sunday school and nursery and stuff. Oh, yeah. You're graduating in May? Yes. And you're headed to? Waynesburg University. Waynesburg? Yep. Is that in Columbiana? No. Sounds like a dump. PA? Where's that at? <laughs> <laughs> It's in Greene County, PA. Pennsylvania? Yeah. I know. And what are you going to be studying? <laughs> nursing. Ooh. Especially, I want to do pediatric and NICU nursing. Whoa. Michaela. Mm-hmm. Pediatric. You've got guts. Say that again. Pediatric or NICU. That's that might lot. be one of the longest bios <laughs> I've seen. And am I the youngest person on the podcast? Yeah. So far. Sweet. Oh, I wish I had made a little award or something. <laughs> it's like done to your circumstance. <laughs> Just to set the tone. Oops, you find it. To set the mood. So oh, I was gonna. Somber or happy? What are you, are you feeling happy about graduating? I am very happy about graduating. You're not like one of those seniors that cries. I love Heartland, but <laughs> oh, it tears me up now that I have a graduate. My mom's yeah. not sad about me graduating at Probably all. Probably not. She's not at all. <laughs> she literally, we had like senior night at Heartland and she turned around and like one of the moms was like crying or no, it was homecoming court. Like one of the senior moms was like crying. She turned around. She's like, this is my fifth. I'm happy. <laughs> she's like, I can't wait. <laughs> she loves me and I know that, but right, she was, I was gonna very say, excited you for can me. can say that in all wholeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one's broken. No. <laughs> we all love each other. Bye. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Welcome, Shine Podcast listeners, to our graduation podcast. Yes. This is Macbeth. How appropriate. <gasps> hmm. I need a Shakespeare name. Did you know that Shakespeare created the name Jessica? Didn't know that. I mean, okay, I saw that somewhere. I didn't like check it, fact check it, but like I heard it and then believed it immediately. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of those things where I'm like, it doesn't hurt me to know to think that Catherine is a French princess who marries Henry V. Queen Catherine of Aragon. Oh, be queen. Wife of King Henry VIII. Kate Keep Down is a whore. Oh in measure for measure. Maybe not. So, Queen Catherine? 
And this is Queen Catherine. And we are here on Graduation Podcast <laughs> with Michaela Grace Osborne. Welcome, Michaela. Thank you. Woo-hoo! For having me. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers and claps for graduation. <laughs> Michaela is a senior graduating from the Upper Room Fellowship. Michaela was born and raised in Salem, Ohio. She is the daughter of Dave and Becky Osborne, which you guys have all had the privilege of hearing their podcast. Michaela is the youngest of five Osborne kids. And so everyone at the Osborne house is celebrating hugely Michaela's graduation. It's end of an era as they know it in the Osborne house. It really is. Michaela has been at Heartland Christian School. She's been there since pre-K and is graduating this May. In her years at Heartland in high school, she has been the class chaplain. She has been involved in the Buddies Program, Leo's Club, the Praise Team. She's a member of the National Honor Society, and she is a four-year letterman for volleyball. She also plays club volleyball at Infinity, and she's the aunt of six beautiful nieces and one nephew. She's been at the Upper Room since she's been born. She's been involved in youth group for many years. She's been a junior deacon for the last four years, and she's also one of our awesome volunteers in children's ministry. She's graduating in May and headed out to Waynesburg University in PA. I guess that's okay. Where she is planning on studying nursing. She's interested in pediatric or NICU nursing. And she's also going to be on the volleyball team. So welcome, Michaela. Thank welcome, you. Michaela. I'm looking for a Shakespeare name for Michaela. Mm. It just sounds Shakespearean. It does. Michaela Grace. You know what it means? She doesn't even like Shakespeare. <laughs> hey, 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 now. <laughs> There's masala, kind of like makala. <laughs> Do you know what Michaela means? Tell me. It means she who is like the Lord. Oh, that's Lord. a good one. And our last name means servant of God. Osborne means servant of God, which I think is very fitting for our family. I didn't know that. And mm-hmm. is Grace just Grace? Yeah. My full name, if you like go Michaela Grace Osborne, it means she who is like the Lord, full of grace, servant of God. That's mm-hmm. a mighty name. <laughs> You've done that name well. Thank you. There she is. Other than leaving, but it's... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do this to everybody. You're fine. We do want you to come back. Mm. I'll come back. So, Michaela, tell us who or what turned your light on. You've had them all on your podcast because it's been my family. That's definitely turned my light on. I've been very grateful that I have a boring testimony. I'm not one of those people who was like, well, yeah, I was out in the parking lot, like, strung out on drugs, and the Lord, like, met me in that place. I just lived in a place surrounded by God and with wonderful people who love the Lord and who talk to me about the Lord. And I'm very grateful for that. And of course, I go to a wonderful school with wonderful teachers and mentors. And then I go to this wonderful, wonderful church where I have so many people who have always poured themselves into me. That's what turned my light on. (laughs) Is there someone specific that stands out to you? Your parents? Yeah, my parents, of course. And then my sister, Kristen. She's the closest in age to me. She's the one who's been at home the longest. So she's always somebody who, like, I remember one night when I was, like, I used to deal with really bad anxiety when I was little. I really, really struggled with anxiety. And I remember one night when I was just really scared and I went down to my sister and she was like doing something and she stopped what she was doing and she sat on the bed with me and she like read to me from James Hmm. and she like sat and prayed with me. I've just always been able to go to her when I'm like going through a rough part in my relationship with the Lord. I go down and I'm like, this is what's going on. What should I do? And she sits down with me and she talks to me and she prays with me and she just gives me great advice on what to do. So 
She's a woman who's wise beyond her years. Uh-huh. And she doesn't realize it, but she is. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kristen. Talk to me about having mm-hmm. a boring testimony mm-hmm. is really good. But do you want to talk about your anxiety for a minute? Yeah. I was just, I remember it was weird. It was like a dream that I had one night. And it wasn't even like a scary dream. But it was a dream that freaked me out. I remember the next, it was like the whole next day I was petrified and terrified. And it's just started me down this road of what if I die tonight? What if I can never see my family again? You know, it was all this stuff. I remember having panic attacks. I remember like school stressed me out and that would freak me out. I had panic attacks in school. One that I had really bad, but like the other ones were just like quiet panic attacks. And my parents, they would sit with me. They would pray with me. My mom read to me from Psalm 91 every night because it's like 911. You're scared. You go to Psalm 91. So I still mm-hmm. do that. Romans 8 was always one that they would read with me and they'd pray with me. And they just taught me how to deal with it. And I'm very thankful to say that I don't deal with as much anxiety anymore. And like, it's definitely Jesus. I'm full to my parents for teaching me. One of the things my mom taught me was pray through the alphabet. It would trigger at night. So, like, I would be going to bed and I would be having all these thoughts of, like, what if I die tonight? Like, I'll never see my family again. Like, all these things. My mom said, like, pray through the alphabet. You think of things or people that start with the letter A and you pray for them. And I never made it to the end of the alphabet. I always fell asleep asleep before I got to the end. That's a great tip, Becky Osborne. Yeah. Do you remember the time when you made it your own journey with Jesus instead of it just being something that you were surrounded by? Yeah, I think, like, I'm still in the process of doing that, you know, because I'm still at home. I'm not out by myself yet where I have to make the conscious decision of I'm going to study my Bible tonight, you know, and I'm going to do this. Like, I still have to do that, but, you know, I'm with my family and they are always there to encourage me to do that. I think it was definitely in middle school. I remember Mr. Lamb was like, guys, you aren't going to be saved by your parents' religion. He was like, you guys have to make this your own. And I was like, yeah, you're right, I do. (laughs) That's when I really started That's great. Mr. Lamb did that. So tell us what lights you up. I'd definitely say helping people and being a service to people. I'm a two on the Enneagram. And so I love to help people. Like just seeing a burden lifted off of somebody or a way that somebody was like, wow, I really needed that today. Like that's what makes me happy. And of course, like my family lights me up and being with my friends lights me up. But helping people is like the action that I do that lights me up. I appreciate that you say yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like with Michaela. It's so happy. Like, sure, I would really love to do that. Sure, I will show up for that. Sure, I would love to be a junior deacon. Really good. Just serve happily and willingly. I love comforting little kids. So, like, the nursery, that's, like, my place. Because screaming babies. Are you a baby whisperer? I, like, I think I'm a baby whisperer. (laughs) (laughs) Because when people bring in their kids and they're crying, I'm like, give them. (laughs) Also, I think that parents need to know that it's okay to leave your kid crying in the nursery because we're there to serve them. They often are like, well, I don't want my kid to be a burden to you, but like you can go into the service and enjoy yourself. We're prepared to deal with the screaming children. Leave your children in the nursery and we'll take care of them. Don't worry about it. That's such a good And if we really need you and we can't calm them down, then we will come get you. So you can relax, mom. Oh, you're so good. So you must have done some self-reflection and studying if you know that you're a two on the Enneagram, because not everyone knows what the Enneagram personality types are. But tell us how you're letting your light shine in this season, especially knowing that you love to serve and help. Like, Mm -hmm. how are you intentionally trying to let your light shine? Yeah. I think that like part of the serving for me is it's not even like going out and doing service projects. It's like, oh, somebody dropped something, like picking it up for them. Oh, somebody like is at the grocery store and they're needing help moving something around like offering to help them out or you know at school there's a lot of service options just like helping my mom 
doing the dishes. She's doing a full-time job now, and she's doing amazing, but she's stressed out. Like, she's a preschool director, first time, first year doing being a preschool director in the year of COVID. Starting, no, like, going from moms, part-time to full-time. Moms love teenagers that love to help out doing dishes. Yeah. And it's, like, fun Five for Five stars on the sticker chart. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus in your allowance. <laughs> I like doing the dishes when I'm home alone because I can put whatever I want on. Music. Yeah, music, TV show, whatever. I enjoy doing the dishes by myself. What are you listening to? I don't really have like a specific music genre. Basically, if I like it, I'll put it on my favorites playlist and play it. Listen to the Shine podcast. Aww. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm actually really surprised. (laughs) I mostly listen to (laughs) my family. Also, I learned things about my family I didn't know. I did not know the story about Jonathan going through the circle. Excuse me. I didn't know that. And I asked all my whole family, and none of us knew that until we listened to the podcast. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So what are you going to tell your family about you that they don't know? I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty open with my family. They, like, know everything about me. Oh, we so there's no, like, something. hidden story for now? You didn't like, do anything? No. I was a pretty good kid. I don't like breaking the rules. Ooh, a rule follower. Yeah. It stresses me out when people are like oh yeah we're just gonna, like not gonna listen to them mm. let's talk Maybe. about college that's terrifying but excited let's hope you make better decisions <laughs> <laughs> than we did in college <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys do in college nothing it was great it's fine it's, fine. it's not our we fun. made some bad decisions we're not here to talk about us right now <laughs> ron myers lost jesus <laughs> Something I like. I'm aware that Waynesburg is like a Christian university, but oh, it doesn't matter. I went to a Christian university. Yeah, (laughs) what I've heard is that Waynesburg is a college within a Christian community. And I was walking around when I went to visit. There were like Bible studies and like all this stuff. So I know that I'm going to have to really dedicate myself to my relationship with the Lord when I'm in college because I don't want to lose my relationship with the Lord. One of the things that Mr. Lamb always said. I don't remember how many it is, but like 80% of the kids who like leave, they don't come back to the church. Something that I'm like, that's not going to be me because the Lord has done too much in my life and he has been there with everything. But like, I'm not going to leave him. That's not going to happen. And so I know that in college, I'm going to have to really dedicate myself to reading my Bible, getting with people. One of my prayers is that I'm going to find a great relationship with a lot of friends who love the Lord and who will bring me closer to the Lord as I bring them closer to the Lord. It's very wise. We're constantly talking about who your friends are and Mm -hmm. show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Mm-hmm. So those are really wise decisions to make sure that you're surrounding yourself in a community that is following after the same Jesus that you're following after and pressing hard into him. So, And that's been something that even Chris has been talking about, like in the Invisible series, mm-hmm. that we don't grow without those things. Like there are things that make us grow and there are scriptures, but it's scriptures within community and community within relationship and how all of those things are what make us strong. I'm excited for college. You're a wise woman. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I pray for wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> I was let's, trying to think what I was thinking give her a about list when of, I was 18. Okay, was let's I give her a about. list, an advice list from former college students. <laughs> 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 what to do, what not to do. Okay, we have free advice for Michaela. Top 10 pieces of advice from Macbeth and Queen Catherine on the graduation podcast. Number one, use your advisor. I feel like I have regret about that in that I had a really solid, 
wise advisor who had decades in English and literature. And I used him like once. The one time that I went, it was later in my college career. And I was left thinking to myself, oh my gosh, did I just miss three years of not knowing this man? What was I thinking? Number two, show up to class. My friends and I used to figure out our tuition and we divided it by how much a class was and how many classes we had in a semester. And we put a price tag on it. So we showed up to class because we were paying for it. Oh, that's so that's, interesting. It's a good motivation. Number three, use study groups. Do you like to study with people or do you like to study alone? I like to, I feel bad for my family because every Thursday before or like, well, any day before I have a test or a quiz, I'm like, okay, can I sit out here and I'll read my notes out loud. And I sit out and I just read my notes out loud to them and I like teach them what I've been taught. Yeah. And that's how it works. And my dad is really good about it. You actually learn it more deeply. You remember it mm -hmm. longer. Yeah. It's good. And maybe I'm just, this is the extrovert in me saying find a study group, but it's very helpful to study with people. That's how I, that's what I found. Number four, take care of your mental health. Get sleep and eat well and exercise. Number five, <laughs> branch out. You may find some people that you think initially, no, we're not going to click. This will not be a connection. I don't look like you, think like you, act like you. I found that there were multiple people in my college experience that I was like, mm, no, who actually ended up being close to me and I really appreciated later. Benefit of the doubt. Number six, try new things. If you've never been in theater, give it a try. If you've never written for the newspaper, give it a try. If you've never been in intramurals, give it a try. It's a great time. I think people get pigeonholed in high school and they stay with their people and they yeah. stay doing the same things they've always done. And so yep. when you go to college, try something totally new that's out of your comfort zone that you're interested in, but you've never done it before. I tried intramural volleyball. Oh my gosh, I can't even... <laughs> <laughs> I can't picture that. I want to see it. Okay, so listen. So in high school, I had just played soccer. I played soccer for years, tried basketball. It was horrendous, and I quit after a week. But there was this guy on Chris the intramural. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I oh. oh. No. <laughs> but there was this guy on the intramural volleyball team who invited me to join his team. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> I did it once. It was horrifically embarrassing. But at least you tried. Yeah, you the tried. ball was supposed to go forward and it consistently went straight <laughs> behind me every time I hit it. And I stopped like going. when you were passing? And I stopped hanging out with him because <laughs> this is a very sad story. It doesn't prove well for <laughs> But you branched out. I did. Yeah. And keep going if you're not good at it the yeah. very first time. Yeah. See, I if you would have kept playing, you yeah. could have been like Michaela Osborne. No. <laughs> Number seven, don't be afraid to participate in class. I felt like I graduated high school and then I went to college and then was suddenly just terrified because I was surrounded by strangers. And so I did not give class time my best. I sat in the back because I was intimidated by all of the people. There were things that I wanted to talk about and I never did because I was so afraid to say anything. And now I look back and I'm really disappointed that I didn't say what I wanted to say because what if there could have been conversation that could have led to better understanding? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I kind of cut myself off from the ability to grow some more, to know my classmates more. 
Number eight, take good notes. You'll get to meet people in class if you take good notes because the ones that don't take good notes are always like, can I borrow your notes? And then you meet new people. <laughs> Is there chapel where you are? Mm-hmm. And they have a service every Sunday called the Upper Room. No way. They do. Number nine, keep going to church. Find your community. Find your church body. Get connected. Number 10, if you're homesick the first couple of weeks, just know that it'll pass and you'll meet great people that'll end up being like family to you. But it's a really awkward season, that time where you show up and you you say, I know I'm going to meet people and there's people all around me, but no one knows me, mm-hmm. like knows me and I don't know anyone else. And it's really awkward. Just push through it because you'll meet some of the best friends of your life in college mm-hmm. or you can. The end. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> That's good. That's good advice. Don't drink. Don't smoke. Stay away from boys. No. <laughs> boys have cooties. That was a throw-in number eleven. <laughs> I was so excited because my uncle he lived in Waynesburg. He grew up in Waynesburg, and his family. My aunt was telling his aunt and uncle or something that that her niece was going to go to Waynesburg University. She's like, oh, you're going to have to bring her over to our house and introduce her to us. We have family dinner every Sunday. She's more than welcome to come. And if she needs anything, she can come over here and we'll take care of her. Oh, my like, gosh. Oh. <laughs> it's like, that's so sweet. So it's just like a surprise built-in family. Yeah. Hopefully. That's really that's neat. Awesome. Yeah. There's nothing that your family can't find out about you on this podcast. She's always been very open. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to if think I if think I could remember story. a story. That maybe I could pass along and your parents would be shocked. Have you broken things? I have. I broke my growth plate in my elbow, which I had a lot of fun with because people, I'd tell people that and they'd be like, oh my goodness, your arm is going to be stunted. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to have a little T-Rex arm (laughs) and tell people that. I fell off a swing. I was swinging and I went to go jump off the swing and my right arm got caught in the chain and I went to go catch myself. I don't like that. And I broke my elbow. But it wasn't gruesome. It was a hairline fracture. It wasn't like my arm was like that weird. Still sounds gross. I remember landing and thinking to myself, I hurt myself. Not feeling any pain, but just knowing I hurt myself. And I hurt myself bad. And I ran in the house and I was like crying. And Kristen. Did you head to the hospital at that point? No, we called Josh because he was a physical therapist. Oh, And he said, kept it iced all night. And I had it on pillows. And then it was like really swollen in the morning. So we went to Prima. But one of my favorite parts of that story is when when I walked in and screaming crying into the house and Kristen was like stop it you're just being dramatic (laughs) the baby of the (laughs) I was gonna say nothing like a sibling should have prepped you for this but okay give us your two-minute graduation speech as if I was a valedictorian sure we've had a good look wait we'll stop okay okay we've had a good one (laughs) (laughs) it's been good it's been real yeah like this as we continue on Don't lose sight of Jesus. Work your hardest in whatever you do. Wow, this is like the cheesiest graduation speech ever. They're all all the same. (laughs) That's true. You're doing great. Thanks. (laughs) Devin, take notes. As we continue on, always know that Jesus is with you in everything. And that he's your friend. And when you're stressed out, you talk to Jesus. When you're happy, talk to Jesus. When you're sad, talk to Jesus. When you need help on a test, you can talk to Jesus. He'll still help you. But you shouldn't rely on Jesus completely to take your test for you because that's not going to work. <laughs> he won't give you all the answers. <laughs> Be wise. Don't do stupid things. Stay close to your family, your roots. 
Come back to Pomiana. (laughs) (laughs) It's been real. It's been fun. I'll see you at a 10-year reunion. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Okay. Tell me that you've... Have you seen an angel? Have I seen an angel? (laughs) Yeah. You have any supernatural We're really changing up the last question in the last couple of podcasts. If you've been listening, my questions have changed from... Do you have any random information to share with me now to do you have a story experience that you've had where you've experienced something supernatural? I can't say that I've ever had an experience with an angel or a demon or anything. There's definitely been some experiences where I just know that the Holy Spirit was with me mm. or like that Jesus was working. When something we do on Christmas Eve is we go to Bob Evans. Well, we haven't done it like that much recently, but we usually go to Bob Evans for Christmas Eve lunch. My parents give a $100 tip and anybody can add whatever they want to it. Wow. And I remember praying the night before that the Lord would send us somebody to our table who needed that, who needed that tip. And this guy came and he was like, what I was imagining in my head was somebody who was like really down in the dumps, probably hadn't taken a shower in like three days. You know, that, that's what I was imagining in my head. They've got to look rough. Yeah. <laughs> And this guy came to our table and, and he's like, hi, how can, like, how can I help you? And he was super excited and he didn't give us like a sob story or anything. And I was like, I remember walking out and we had given him the tip and he didn't open it in front of us. And he walked to the back and I remember walking out and thinking to the Lord, like, Lord, I prayed. Why didn't you answer me? And at that second, the guy walked out from behind from the back and he said, you guys, I'm really trying hard not to cry right now because you guys just paid my rent. For this month he was like i was thinking i had to do really well for tips because if i want to give people presents he's like i spent a lot of money on presents and i don't think i'll have enough money but you guys just paid my rent and wow. i was like okay lord <laughs> they'll teach me to tell you <laughs> that's one of my favorite really. yeah i'll take that as random information that's a good one mm-hmm. and a good story mm-hmm. thank you well, Michaela, we have enjoyed having you on Graduation Podcast. And- Wait, can I give some advice? <gasps> yeah. So to anybody, one of the greatest things Mr. Henry taught me was when you don't feel like talking to God, if you ever have a day where you're just like, I don't want to talk to the Lord, I don't want to, tell the Lord that you don't want to talk to him. Start that conversation with, I don't really want to pray right now. And it, it's never failed with me that I've said that to the Lord and then I've started praying and I've had like good conversations with the Lord. And also it doesn't matter how long you're in the Bible, just get in the word. It can be three verses, you know, like get into the word though. It doesn't matter how much time you spend, just get into the word. That's what my advice would be. Wise words out of the mouth Mm -hmm. of a babe. Well, (laughs) Michaela, we have really enjoyed having you on Graduation Podcast and it's been an honor to watch you grow up at the church being a part of us and also to watch you grow up at Heartland and seeing Mm -hmm. you be a role model to our girls and the kids in our church and the kids at school. And we are excited about your college experience and that you get to play volleyball. And we do want you to come back and visit us. So thanks for coming and sharing your story with us today. Make sure you join us next week for another special guest. Bye. Bye.